all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Well, here we are at the end of 2019, another year gone by with not quite everything done that you had intended. Is there something that you wish you had done or not done? Do you find yourself wishing for a do-over? Is there someone who hurt you or that you hurt and it continues to haunt you? Today we'll talk about how to move forward, let go of the past, not worry about the future, and live in the moment. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. You can share your comments and experiences this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking from MPB Think Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Good morning, and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and today we're talking about sort of some year-end stuff. Yes, we are at the end of a decade, another decade, the end of 2019, uh, just a week before Christmas Eve, um, just a few days before the beginning of Hanukkah. So another year gone by with maybe not quite everything that you had intended to do. So is there something that you wish you had done or maybe that you wish you had not done? Do you find yourself asking for a do-over? Or is there someone who hurt you or that you hurt and it continues to haunt you? You know, we hear often about living in the moment, and how do you do that? How do you do, how do you make yourself uh, not go over and over and over again the past? How do you make yourself um, live now? How do you make yourself not worry about the future? So today we'll talk about how to move forward, let go of the past, not worry about the future, and to live in the moment. And as we do this, um, I want you to know that I don't do this perfectly. I do it better than I used to, and I can talk about some of the things that I've done to help myself move forward. So um, one thing I just want to mention before we go forward, I think it's very clear why so many times we don't live in the moment. Um, We live in the middle of the age of distraction, Uh, up up to a really dangerous level sometimes, Um, you know, like falling off sidewalks and running into other people, missing out on what's happening around us because what are we doing? We're checking our electronic device. We're looking down. We're never looking up and being in the moment. So many times that ding from a text or an email um, distracts us from where we are. But one of the 
most interesting things and certainly a paradox is that our really future depends on our ability to pay attention to the present. If we don't deal with the present and act on the present and look at the present, then um, perhaps you won't remember who you just met. You won't savor those smells and the beautiful scenery or the sounds of a child's laughter or a friend's presence or even remember what that friend said to you or what your boss said to you because you are not in the moment. So you've heard me say this before. We need to live in the present. But how do you do it? Today we're going to talk about that and and some of the reasons that it's so dangerous not to be there. And I don't mean dangerous from injury, but but what I mean um, dangerous in that you will not become who you really could be. Um, and you will increase the amount of anxiety and depression that you have to deal with. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's true. So, Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, We want to say publicly, thank you for for our wonderful mix you make every year. (laughs) And I want to tell you, Jay said that is the highlight of working at MPB. The only reason why he works at MPB (laughs) is to get your holiday mix at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not the truth, (laughs) but I love making it. You know, um, what Michelle's talking about is I've been for many years is making um, a Chex Mix kind of party mix. And the original recipe came from my aunt with dad, who I loved. And she was a fabulous cook, wrote a cookbook. And so I have done sort of a permutation of her her party mix recipe. And I love doing it. I love making it. And I love handing it out. And um, We love accepting it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we talked last week a little bit about... Um, making things instead of buying things. And, of course, you have to buy the ingredients. But but sometimes just doing something... Um, from the heart. From the heart. It's different. Yeah. And the gift, I don't know, I would say maybe not with teenagers, but <laughs> it's received better. Um, you said, I uh, told you that I normally like to write a poem and I get it framed for my dad for Father's yes, Day and things like that, that instead of buying so a tie. amazing. Mm-hmm. But I do want to uh, talk about last week when I was mentioning the young lady I met in the um, hair, you know, the um, beauty salon, uh-huh. talking about her um, mother who died. Right. And you mentioned something this morning that made me think about this. She did tell me something, and I didn't mention this last week. You said, don't live in regret, don't live in the past, live in the moment. Right. A lot of people don't realize that until they lose a loved one. And she looked at me and said, if you're having any issues with your mother, father, daughter, or anyone that's close to you, fix it right now. She looked me in my eyes and said, fix it because it's not worth it. I wish I could pick up the phone and call my mom. I wish I can tell her I love her. I wish, I wish, I wish. She said, I don't want you to feel like I'm feeling right now if you have any issues. And this goes out to anyone, especially like you said, a week away from an end of the decade an or end two of the decade, weeks yeah. away from the end, end of, of a decade. decade. Yeah. If you are living in regrets, if you're uh, not mending relationships that need to be mend, um, go ahead and do that yeah, now. Yeah, it's time. It's and time. if you want, we would love for you to call. You don't Please. have to even say who you are if you would prefer not to. But if you want to talk through perhaps how you can do that, Give us a call. I'd love to talk with you about that so that we can recenter, um, stay where we are right now so we can enjoy our life as it is. So call one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. And let's talk about maybe some of those things that are plaguing you, whether it's a relationship with someone, um, uh, a sorrow that you just want to talk through about losing someone. I can tell you, I um, speaking of what the lady at the salon was talking to you about, I had a wonderful lady in my life. She um, 
helped me with my children from the time I moved back to Mississippi um, until she died. Uh, and she had she was awesome. She became one of my best friends and one of my husband's best friends. And she kind of kept our family together. And she had surgery, something, you know, everyday surgery. And um, she was in the hospital, and I called and talked to her, and I was really busy that day. And I I said, I want to come see you. And she said, don't worry about it. I know you're so busy. I'm going to be discharged tomorrow. All is well. I'm good. And I told her how much I cared about her, and we hung up, and she died the next evening. Wow. Um, of a pulmonary embolus, something, you know, that was just absolutely tragic. And I will say that since that time, if someone crosses my mind, I make myself move forward and pick up the phone, call them, go talk to them, go see them if I can. Um, and, and I am reaching out to everyone to to try to do the same. And and maybe it doesn't mean that you can see them face to face. Maybe it means that it will be a phone call or a text or an email. And I know we talk a lot about how not texting and not emailing, <laughs> not texting and not, and not but you know that reach out just mm-hmm. to let somebody mm-hmm. know that you're thinking about them is better than not. Right, right. And so and you know, I regret that I didn't get up to the hospital and see my Mary, but hmm. at the same time, I'm happy that I got to hear her voice. And you know, uh, Kevin and I were talking this morning, there was a crash on um, the highway, was it in Madison, the three children died in the car accident. Ooh, yes. And when you watch the news, you know, you watch the news every day, and we kind of get a little, um, not not insensitive, but, you know, desensitized a little bit because, you know, oh, God, something happened today. Something happened today. Every day. Every day. But <laughs> Every when day. you hear that three little small kids, it's the holiday season, that really touched me. And again, like you say, we don't know the moment or the time. So living in the moment is very important. And if anyone's out there and want to know how to do it, I love what Dr. Butcher says. She says, you just do. <laughs> and she'll she'll say, so how do I do this? You just literally put the phone down. If my daughter's talking to me, and I've practiced this since um, getting on the show with you, literally, physically putting the, when she's talking to me, I'm not, I don't have my phone in my hand. Yeah. I want her to understand that I'm listening to you. You have my undivided attention because kids really need that. They're on their phones. We're on our phones. We're always busy and always have a show to produce or have something to do. I don't want to be that parent. I want her to know that she is the most important to me. Right. And and the other thing is, one, she knows, but two, that you savor the moments. You listen to what she is saying. You know there's a commercial right now on television where it uh, it's on vaping, and, and it talks about, did you, did you see what just happened? Did you miss that moment? And the truth is, is that we miss so much by not paying attention to what is right in front of us. And it might be that that bird chirping. It, it might be that beautiful sunset. Or it might be something that your child is saying to you that is maybe even a call for help or, or maybe... Um, a need or maybe an expression of insecurity that you need to reassure. But if you're not in the moment and you're distracted, then then you'll miss it. So um, what we'll do, we'll go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Living in the moment, letting go of the past, how we can do that. How can we recenter ourselves? I mean, obviously, we have to think about the future some, right? Um, we have to learn from the past some, right? But the majority of the time, we need to center back. So let's take our first break. This is Relatively Speaking. We're talking about centering, living in the moment. 
You can give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. I want to hear from you. We'll be right back. If you miss anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. Today we're talking about something that sounds simple, but it's hard. Living in the moment, not thinking about the past, not worrying too much about the future, but enjoying the here and now. And we're going to talk about how you can do that. I want to hear from you, too, though, about um, are there some things that perhaps you want to let go of or and are having difficulty with or is there an example that you have where if you had not been in the moment you would have missed something very special or do you find yourself distracted by what many of us are distracted by um and that is um our lives being uh, able to be brought back up over and over again by uh, Facebook remembrances or the like, where you can re reread, relook at post, um, relook at text, revisit the past, stew over it, um, and sometimes that revisiting the past sends. Um, sends a message to you that perhaps something didn't go as well as you had wished. Um, there's no merit, there is no value in in hashing and rehashing over and over things. So what I'm trying to do is help us move back toward where we are. Um, all you have is this moment, and so you don't want to let it slip away. Uh, you want to be present in your life. Um, but it is sometimes very easy to get caught up in the past. You heard me, and I got a little bit emotional about my friend who I lost. But one thing I made myself do and uh, is to learn from um from that past so that I can, when I'm in the present and I have someone who needs me um, or someone who is just reaching out to me or they don't even know they need me, but I think they may need me. It makes me learn to act on that um, a little bit more quickly. So, all right. I want to go to the phones before we go any further with this. We have David in Horn Lake. Hi, David. Thanks for calling. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm taking care of a loved one with Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. It's super hard. And my question to you is, is how is it that your own family members don't help out? You get one or two that does everything, and the rest of them, Act like it's not important, or it's not there's not a problem. It don't exist, and they just keep on going on with their merry lives. Oh, David, I bet there um, as many people listening who could call in on that one. Um, that same issue. Uh, you're bringing up an excellent point. And uh, so you apparently have a lot of the burden on yourself. Is that correct? Myself and my sister. I've had a family meeting. And all I asked them to do was give up one weekend a month so we could get a break. And and they wouldn't even do that. Yeah. So the only blessing out of the whole deal is, was I, excuse me, I live close to Memphis, right, just a couple miles over the border. I found a daycare center, all-timers daycare center to help, to, you know, to help with the program. Right, right. So it's a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week job that I was totally 
mentally and physically and emotionally and financially not prepared for. Right. So I'm doing the best I can what I got to with, with what I got to deal with. But I, can't, I just don't understand how come my own brothers and sisters don't help out. Well, David, that's a great question, and and I think some of it may be. Um, just plain old selfishness, but some of it may be that they think they're so busy and so caught up in things. Do they live around you? It's yeah. So uh, I hope listeners um, are hearing what David is saying because I will say uh, I have a mother who is suffering from dementia and. Um, she does require round-the-clock care, and and it is something that I don't think any family is ever completely prepared for, and so and it does take a lot. I remember a few years ago, David, I was doing a show on um, uh, people who were ill and um, people who uh, had to, you know, they were invalid and so they stayed at home full time and the difficulty of a chronic illness and someone called in and said you know what you need to be talking about the caretaker also and um, I remember that so clearly and it was a woman who called in and and I said you are so right Uh, because I know it's stressful and anxiety provoking, and you don't know when the next shoe is going to drop, and um, and often it is a very thankless job. So, David, because your mother cannot tell you thank you, or whoever your family member is with the Alzheimer's, let me thank you because I know that that it is such a, a difficult burden, um, but. One thing I will say to you is um, if if you know that you've talked with your family and they're not responsive and you've made it very clear that you need you and your sister need help, then I would recommend that you step back, realize that they will not be helpful and then reach out to other potential helps like you did. Um, That's great to find um, a place that can give you some relief. I would reach out to churches, um, see if there are some home visitors. You know, there are home health um, services out there. So make sure you're accessing everything that you can. And... um, and actually, uh, David, what I can do, where you are in Horn Lake, so you're in North Mississippi, um, we can certainly uh, look for services for you out well, there, too. Uh, what about my mental state? Because it's causing me not to hate my siblings and my family, but it's causing severe resentment. I guess that's the best way to, to put it. Right. Because I feel like the burden should be shared, mm-hmm. not 50, you know what I mean, but, but you know what I mean? I do. And, and, but it's, like I said. I hear you, yeah. With a long-term illness like this, and like I've tried to tell them, if you don't, if you don't help out now, it's not going to get any better. Yeah. So, I mean, while she is still, it's just her mind. You know, you have to watch it 24-7. Right. Having incontinence problems now, she getting up off. I've had to put childproof locks on the doors because yeah. she gets the middle of the night and, and wants to ramble. And uh, I had her out with me. I turned my back up with her and waiting at the case. She was gone. Yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, and I don't want anybody to well, think I'm. Excuse me, I hate to interrupt you, but I found yeah. that there's a company called Safe Return where they put a you can get a bracelet. Or a necklace. It's got a one eight hundred number on there with a contact uh, information or whatnot. So if she gets lost, or if I get out somewhere and have a heart attack or something, I become incapacitated. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can, you know, they can. She can help find a way back. Good. She yeah. She doesn't know her name. I mean, she knows her name, but she don't know her address or phone number or anything. Right. David, I know this is tough, and you just mentioned something that you need to. Listen to me on. Um, you said you have your sister. 
Um, there are some individuals out there who have no one. So um, thank your stars that you have that sister who is sharing with you. Um, you need to center yourself and remember that um, if you stay angry about this, this is one of the worst things you can do for your health. So you need to to put away worrying about what they're not doing and try to set the situation up as best you can and realize that you are doing the right thing and unfortunately some of those people aren't. And all you can do is do what you believe. You're not going to change people. And I think one one bit of energy that we expend way too much is that energy of trying to change people when, um, you know, you're all adults clearly and there is no way you're going to do that. So I would um, encourage you to find every support system you can realize that they are not part of that support system and um, and then let it go. I know that's easy for me to say, but you're going to have to because it is serving you poorly not to because I can hear the angst in your voice. And um, so you need to to let that one go and move forward. David, and, and I wish you all the luck. And I know there's some services, further services around there. And I'm, I'm like I said, if you will send an email to family at MPB um, online.org, if you'll just leave a message on Facebook, I'll get back with you about services. All right, David, thanks for calling. And I know many of you listeners out there are in that same position. Or maybe some of you are out there um, and you feel like maybe your family member thinks that uh, about you when the reality is it's just too hard. I will tell you, I, um, you know, I'm from a big family and I have some family members who are, who are more involved than others. And, um, and I do know that, that a, there are a couple of family members who likely have such struggles internally of, um, of being able to handle things that they just don't feel strong enough to do it. It's just too hard. And so um, maybe try to make yourself think through what could be the root cause of why a family member isn't quite the family member you would hope they'd be. All right, we're talking about uh, living in the moment. Try to find the positives in what's going on with the here and now and try not to look back too much or forward too much. Give us a call. Join in the conversation. Um, one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send that email to family at mpbonline dot org. This is relatively speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We'll be right back. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Joining me on the show each week are healthcare professionals who add their expertise to the discussion. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. 
This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Today we're talking about living in the moment, trying to let yourself work toward calmness and living for the present and not looking at the past, not rereading or relooking, um, not allowing yourself to be steeped too much in how someone has wronged you and or maybe how you've wronged someone else. Um, how can you make your life um, calmer, less anxiety-provoking? How can you enjoy sometimes the stillness and calmness? Um, I really, there are ways, but I think it's hard for many of us. Don't you think so, Michelle? I was looking at you talking just a minute ago, and I was going to ask you, so if I wanted to come to you and ask you, what can I do? How can I live in the moment? Are there some specific things? Do I need to write some goals down, write some things not to do, change some things I'm doing? Are those steps that you can take to change what we're currently, if you feel like you're living in uh, the future too much, me, anxiety a little bit, or depression, you're living in the past too much, what are some steps that uh, as individuals we, we would need to take to live in the moment more? You know. Yeah, uh, there there are several, um, and and I think the one of the first things that you have to do is to not not allow yourself to continue to think about what if or to think forward of what I need to do. I think we're we're living in a world where. Um, we just sort of mentally fragment ourselves um, into distraction and all. And um, I'll tell you, I think that uh, I I got, as I was working on this show, and um, I think one term that came from one of the Buddhist monks who who has worked a lot on mindfulness and, and centering, uh, he talked about monkey minds, and, and it made sense. Monkey, like the animal. And he says that, that a lot of us have those monkey minds where um, we allow... Um, sort of like monkeys swinging from tree to tree, our thoughts evolve from one thing to the next. And so, you know, you're, there's something going on before you. And the next thing you know, you're thinking about, well, I wouldn't be having such a hard time with this if it weren't for that person who did that. Or I wouldn't have such a, a difficult time had that not happened. Or, we may be at work, and then we start fantasizing about um, vacation. But then what happens when you're on vacation? You're thinking about work. You're thinking about work. <laughs> um, and, you know, I am as guilty as anyone about that. You know, I don't fantasize so much about vacation, but I will say that when I am on vacation, often I do um think about work and sometimes it takes some real energy to pull yourself back and um one thing that um i have found and this sounds so very simple but it's so very real is if you find yourself getting um, pulled away, pulled away from the moment by a thought that's pulling, is is start, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, think about your breathing, and just think about your breathing. Breathe in, slowly, breathe out, slowly. Do that three times, counting to three. We've talked about this so many times before. But it works. It really does. It works. It slows your heart rate. It calms your mind, lowers your blood pressure, and then it allows you to pull your thoughts back. So we get rid of those monkey minds and we're not swinging from one thought to the next. I I would like 
to hear if other people have other techniques. I have several that I can talk to you about, but I'd like to hear what others do um, to calm themselves or what others have done when they feel like they've been wrong to, to work through it, because that's what we need to be about. Um, hanging on to the past, hanging on to negatives that are going on are um, the worst thing one can do for yourself. So call in listeners. I'd like to hear from you at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. I want to hear about how you calm that monkey mind or what do you do to try to help yourself. Um, I think you know, mindfulness, that got to be a buzzword. I think back in, um, it's been going on for a long time, but back in 2008 was when, boy, there was just a blast of everything was about mindfulness living. But but when you do that, it's, it's sort of a state of active, um, open, and intentional attention to what you're doing. So you intentionally pay attention. Sometimes we think we're paying attention and we're not. Um, sometimes we think we're noticing things and we're not. So, and I'm, again, I have been guilty of that. You know, my husband will say something to me and um, and at the end there'll be a question and I'll go, wait, now what was the question? <laughs> I didn't quite, because I'm not intentionally paying attention and you know in counseling of course you are aware of this active listening is very challenging um as parents i know all the parents are out there they're listening your kids are at school right now or off in college or maybe home from college because college has ended for the semester but being attentive and listening actively listening to your significant other, your child or uh, a coworker or some it's not easy. And Liz and I were just talking about practicing. That's a key word, consistency and practicing. It takes practice to do the things you want to do. So you have to consistently do the positive things. If you're doing something and you don't like it or you don't like how your life is going, look at the things that you do every day. And if, you're, if it's negative, then that has become a habit. So you have to change the habit. So the habit can be a positive habit, but mm -hmm. you have to actively just physically do it. Liz made a comment that when she feels that if someone crosses her mind she or she thinks she needs to do something, she does it right then. She right. doesn't put it away. She doesn't oh, brush the thought away like kind of what you said about Miss Mary. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick up the phone and call that person. I'm going to talk to them or something is telling me, the universe is telling me to make a move and I need to act on it. And that's a good, again, good habit to pick up. And once you do that so often what, 30 days creates a habit? Right. <laughs> you can do right. that and create a positive habit. You really That's can, okay. and I, I think many people listening probably are thinking this is this is just all too much, but it's it's really not, and it can happen, and a change can happen if you just make a conscious effort to do it. Like you said, it takes practice. Um, you know, one of the one of the researchers, a uh, bio. Uh, medical scientists who introduced mainstream um, more um, meditation into mainstream medicine, Jean Kabut Zinn, um, basically said, and I, I think this is this is so true: ordinary thoughts course through our mind like a deafening waterfall, and and so many times um, we can't seem to rest in stillness. And I've thought a lot about that because I'm one of those. I grew up in a huge family. Um, I was used to a whole lot of activity. I have a large family. And so I I can say that there's not always a lot of stillness and has not been in my life. Um, but I think uh, as I've gotten older, I have learned 
to work on that stillness and that quiet. So you asked one of the things, what are some of the things that you can do? Practice being still. Practice being quiet. Practice allowing yourself to listen to yourself breathe. Another thing, um, you know, I'm a, I think, Many listeners know I'm a gardener. I love to garden. I also like um, to draw. Um, I may not be the greatest artist in the world, but I love painting, and I love doing that. And I love doing crafts. Um, Why do you think I do that? It is so calming to me. Because if you are actively painting or actively digging and gardening and trimming, um, what happens to your brain? You're focusing. You're, you're focusing. focusing on so you're you are so in the moment, right? And so if you are in the moment, then your brain's not taking you out to left field, um, going after a thought that needs to be left alone. And so um, doing that kind of thing can be so helpful. You know, a lot of people. Um, don't realize movies they tell us things um believe it or not kung fu panda remember yeah kung fu panda? oh yeah. that was had great moral oh my god yeah he i talked, love that show the whole one two and three talked about balance talked about meditation talked about being in the moment and realizing who you are and stop running from who you're meant to be don't yeah. look in the past because he's kept trying to figure out who he was because he yeah. was adopted yeah, yeah. and he didn't know who he was. He so didn't. he was like, yeah. how can I be this great uh, savior of the pandas? And I don't even know who I am. And he was like, focus, yeah, focus Turn and it balance. Back in oh my God. And, and I, I got that from that movie. And yeah. I, again, to me, life is about that balance, finding that balance. And it's different for everyone. I'm it not is. saying what your balance is and what it would take for you to get to your um, happy place or your peace, but it's different for everyone. Um, but you, you need to find it. Yeah. I need to find well, it. Well, you're, you're bringing up balancing. And so when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about balancing the past and the present and the future, because we know there are times you have to think about the future and the past. So, but I would love to hear from listeners what, what perhaps movie like um, Michelle had or some incident that helped you perhaps uh, maybe rebalance or what was a good moral for you that you want to hang your hat on for the coming year? Call us, join us, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send that email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Today we're talking about living in the present, taking life as it is now, and savoring the here and now, savoring the smell, savoring the sight, savoring the people who are with you. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to balance the past and the present and the future. Because, you know, where would we be if we didn't look back over maybe our past successes and our mistakes and learn from them? You know, I think if you talk to good historians, they'll all tell you that history really does repeat itself. And there are times when we really haven't learned from our past mistakes. So what we really need to do is work toward um, learning from that history, learning from the past, right? 
And so um, as we move through life, that's one thing I want to make sure that we we keep in mind. Um, and so here, as we are moving forward from the the past, if there is something bothering us, that's something that's eating away at us, then instead of blocking it and avoiding it and refusing to address it, then what we really should do is face it head on. Address what has been dwelling with you. Just like Liz Gill was saying, if a thought comes to her mind or she's thinking about somebody, then she addresses it immediately. If there is something that's been eating away at you, you need to address it immediately um, so that it doesn't keep coming back like the cud, rumination. Rumination is terrible for you, and it resolves nothing. Okay, let's go back to the phones. We have Pat in Savannah, Tennessee. Hi, Pat. Thanks for calling in. Hi, Susan. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you. Susan, I enjoy your program, but I just had to call back. I was on my way to the store. I had to get out the car when the gentleman called about getting help for his mother and his family members seem to be so busy. Right. Well, when I heard it, I said, oh, I need to talk to him. I had the same experience, but I just want him to know, I'm, like you said, it's hundreds of people who have, could have called and made the statement. I had my mother and it was four girls, one boy, and I was the one who had to take care of my mom during those last days. And I was so tired. I just called. I said, just give me one weekend. And they just weren't able to give me one weekend. So I made up my mind. I talked to God. I said, Lord, just give me the strength to take care of my mom. Not that they didn't love her, but they didn't have time to help me. And I went on with it to the end. And I I was blessed because I took it off my mind. I just made my mind. I was going to be there for my mom and do all I could to let her know that we cared. And I just want him to understand that. Just give it to the Lord, and he's going to give him the strength to deal with it. Pat, that's great advice, and and you probably found more peace um, in in doing what you were doing, and more joy once you were able to let go of wondering why they couldn't seem to find the time and expect that you should spend all that time, right? Yes, right. And we had meetings. I said, just give me the weekend. Come on Friday evening, and let me come back Monday morning. And they just couldn't seem to get it together. I couldn't understand. But uh, once I let go of it and I made my mind, I'm going to do my best. And the Lord took the strain off me. And I just went about doing my job to take care of my mom. And the Lord blessed. Well, and, you know, there's always reward in that. And, and Pat, I hear it in your voice. I want to remind everyone, no matter what your beliefs are in a higher being or not, that that sense of well-being will come over you once you resolve, um, ha- as you have, once you have come to terms with the situation as it is, that this is the way it is, this is the way my life is right now, I'm going to make the best of it, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you you knew that this was something that wasn't going to last forever, but it may have felt okay. like you were in the situation for a long time, right? It did, it did at first, but then once I resolved in my mind that I was going to just let go and just be the best that I could in the situation, and I didn't fuss with them. I didn't see any more Tom, and it, it just I I forgot all about anybody else helping because I made up my mind I'm going to be here for my mom, and that's that's the way it was at the end. You know, everybody came together and did what they had to do. But during those times when I needed to take care of her day by day and night by night, there was nobody there. Well, you know, she was very grateful to you, whether you could, whether you heard it or not. And, you know, the family was grateful for to you and they knew what you did, whether they said it out loud or not, Pat. This is true. So, You're right about that. So wow. there's a little gold star for you. Um, Or maybe a big one, (laughs) because I know that's tough work. Well, I hope your holidays are blessed. 
Thank you for calling in. And I hope I hope our first caller heard you. Um, and I, I know that's such a tough and difficult situation. So to everyone out there who is experiencing um, what Pat and our earlier caller did, um, know that you are doing um, some very special work. And know that you are um, earning those gold stars that maybe some other people aren't. Um, so thank you, Pat, for that call. Um, and, and I will say, um, as, as we come to the end of the show, I just want to remind everybody that um, if you can avoid worrying about the future, um, then, then you're going to uh, be much more healthy. Um, there have been studies that have looked at individuals who um, savor the moment, who take time to just enjoy that cup of tea and think about the aroma of the tea. Um, there truly are studies that have looked at what it does to your heart rate and your blood pressure as you savor moments. Um, it makes a big difference. So as you go through these holidays and sometimes these very hairy times, I want to encourage you, savor the positive moments. Make yourself recenter on the good. Make yourself listen to those loved ones and enjoy the time that you have with those loved ones so that you don't miss out, so you, that you don't have regrets. And if you do have regrets, face that head on, make yourself deal with it, fix it, and then come back to the center so you can be mindful of all that wonderful positive stuff. So, I want to thank uh, Michelle McAdoo, our engineer, and our call screener, Liz Gill. Uh, thanks, Liz, so much. And everybody, this is our last show for the year. Um, what we'll be doing on New Year's Eve is doing our best of the shows, and I can't wait for y'all to hear that. We had a whole bunch of wonderful callers and um, good shows, and I want you to hear some of the excerpts from that on New Year's Eve. And um, I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11, and stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next on MPP Think Radio.